In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Nicole Pellegrino. Nicole, um, I haven't, I don't think we've, we've talked since we did your wedding update. I mean, we've talked, but not about your your post wedding feelings since we did your wedding recap. Like, how are you feeling? You're now what? Like, it's the 24th, like 20 days out. Here's the thing. Everyone's asking, do you have post wedding blues? Do you have? And like, yes, I do, because this was such my wedding is my brand. It was the only thing I was Mm -hmm. talking about for at least a solid year, like especially when I started really sharing my wedding planning process online, like that became part of ingrained of who I am. So I'm kind of becoming that bride that like won't stop talking about her wedding, but That's I'm going to try to, it really so. is. And I'm going to try to pivot it more to using my experience to continue helping you guys as the listeners with your weddings that have or haven't happened yet. And, you know, maybe I'll share a marriage tip here and there along the way. Um, but the post-wedding blues hits. It definitely does because you've planned so much for this day and then it's suddenly over and you're like, okay, now what? But I will say my biggest tip for that is plan the honeymoon later because then you kind of throw yourself into that. And then, oh, my brother like assigned me his rehearsal dinner to help plan in California. So I'm like throwing myself into that just so I, you know, have things to put my planning creativity towards still. And then the audience can also help him plan the rehearsal dinner through you. Yes. Yes. I will share that whole process because it's honestly going to be so cool and nice and West Coast vibes. You know, I'm excited for that. November. Their wedding is actually right before yours. Oh, that's so funny. Poor Jordana can never get her time in the spotlight. It's okay. I'm one of uh, I'm one of nine kids, so I'm I'm used to you know. No, but yeah. That said, that said, those are my feelings post wedding. But I'm so excited because now that I've had my wedding, I have so I feel like throughout our discovery of your wedding, more and more, I will have so many bits and pieces of advice to give you and things. Right. But well, I have another question though. Is there a sense also, is there any, I mean, along with that post-wedding blues thing, is there also a sense of relief of like, okay, like one, I don't have to be like planning on top of any of everything anymore. I can like relax. And also like, I don't have, there's nothing else to pay for. Yes. (laughs) The, The financial relief is amazing. And like, not for nothing, but you do get, um, I mean, Yes, most weddings, yeah. at least we got a decent chunk of money that we're Mike's like not letting me literally touch it. Like we're putting it away to save for like a house because we are living in the city. We've saved nothing on our own. So that's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, so you feel some relief. You get to like I watched that show White Lotus on HBO. This great show. <laughs> I'm, like, great, show. It. great show. I got to, like I wasn't watching TV shows after work like when I was wedding planning because all my after work time was dedicated to wedding planning. Right. So that's nice. I get to do things like that again. I get to see my friends again and talk to them. Um, so yeah, there is some relief, but, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a good thing to focus on too. If you're ever feeling like kind of depressed about it being over, like at least I don't have to deal with the negative aspects of the one thing I will say, which we should have a whole longer conversation about this at some point. The thing I, our society expects you as a woman to like start popping out babies right after you get married. Like the amount, 
of DMs I've received that are like, so wedding's over. Are the kids coming? I'm like, what? I'm not You're like, doing this was yesterday. I got married. Yeah. Like, can I breathe for a second? And I know a lot of people and do you're also that. so young too. Right. Well, right. It's, well, it's a, I feel like it's so different based on each area. Like I have friends from back home that are like kind of stayed back home and are like popping babies out at age 25. Like I, I feel right. like truly in New, New York, York too. You're pretty yeah. young. I think yeah. exactly. And like, I don't know, I have more of the European mentality. I'm like, I'm waiting for as long as I can. But um, yeah, I mean, that just was something I noticed, like people truly do want you to have kids right away. And it's like, A, what if I don't even want kids? B, don't ask people that. So that's my advice to brides after you get married. Just ignore the the kids questions if you're getting them. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot like, you know, when you get engaged and then people are immediately like, when's the wedding? It's kind of like they just ask because they have like nothing like that's like, that's just like the first thing that comes to their head of like, what's next? Um, So I don't think it's like necessarily like they're trying to be offensive. I think it's just more like, okay, like this is the information I heard. Now I'm thinking like into the future, but don't let that, any of that actually pressure you. I remember when you first get engaged, right? Everyone like, at your engagement yep. party, you're, you're, when you're celebrating, everyone's like, so when are you getting married? And you're like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Give me a second. And, I, and that's the thing I will admit. I get so excited for my friends that I find myself doing that to them. Now, all of a sudden, all of my friends are getting engaged at, at one point. You know how when we first started doing this podcast, I was like, I'm the first one. Now everyone is. Well, so that's exciting. But I, I get excited you. for them. Oh, gosh. 27. 28 is like it's domino effect it's like what <laughs> it's like one and then the, like it's ever you know what i mean there's like that it's, yeah it's not a coincidence i think that it's that age because it's like it start. i mean it started probably early for you but for everyone else it's like it starts yeah. and then like when am i you know what i mean like there's it becomes yes. like the thing to do so oh yeah it literally and then friend groups too literally it's a domino effect i think the like the ones proposing in the relationships all like set a pact with each other. Like you do it this week. I'll do it two weeks later. You like legit. It's that close to each other that I, it just, it's a domino effect. Perfect way to describe it. It'll be great for you to be able to just like attend the weddings, have a good time and not have to worry about um, all the logistics of it. Exactly. But speaking of weddings, how are you doing? It's so funny how it like creeps up on you. Like now I'm like yeah. two months out um, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get nervous. Um, I'm excited, but I'm nervous. And um, there's like all these little small, like kind of like you were talking about when you were two months out from yours, there's, like all these tiny little things um, mm-hmm. that you need to figure out. And like, it's almost harder than the big details because like, those are just right. like, do I, you know what I mean? Like, of course I want music. Of course right. I want like food. Now it's like, um, do I want to pay for like welcome signage? Do I want to oh, pay get for ready. like um, menus or like, do I want to assign individual seats or, and then there's all these like Mexican COVID rules that I'm learning all about and like trying to figure out, like we, we originally had a five hour reception, which I think was a little long. No, um, I like that. Mine was only four and you know, my, my feelings right. about my reception length. <laughs> well, I feel like most people's are four. I remember when I yeah. asked, like I asked all my friends and theirs were four in Mexico. I think they're a little longer. They're five. So we're originally going to do that. Cause like, why not? But now they're, and then an after party, we're going to do an, an hour after party. Yes. But you know, and I, I'm feel very secure in my decision after seeing all your posts about like how, like that was your big, like the one thing you would change. I'm also at a resort. So obviously like, there's yeah. nowhere to, you know what I mean? We, we kind of right, have right. to throw it. Um, and, but so Mexican, I guess, COVID rules, which don't really make any sense to me or that events <laughs> have to end at 11. So I took an hour oh. off the, I still wanted to have the after party. So I just took an hour off the, off the reception and I made, and I kept the after party from like 10 to 11. So that'll, I think that'll be fine. And honestly, like, if it's at the resort, can people just like hang out after 11 if they want to stay like stay out later and just like drink at the resort bar or something? So the restaurants, I think, technically close at 10, but we have like a very large suite where we'll probably have alcohol yes. and stuff. So they can always Amazing. come like hang by our room. So I'm feeling Amazing. like oh, I'm feeling OK about that. I, I prefer I prefer to do the after party because I felt like it would be like a different vibe after the reception yeah. again. 
every American couple I've spoken to has a four hour reception. So I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, Mike was very into pushing the longer wedding. And I'm like, I'd rather have people be like wanting more than being like, I want to get out of here. No, but the sweet thing is a great like after plan. And yeah, you want people wanting more versus that's Mm -hmm. that's what my vendors told me, too. They were like, sometimes if the reception is too long, there is such a thing about there is such a thing called like two people get exhausted from dancing for too long. Like people, especially older people, like get a little tired. So it's about finding that balance. And you don't want you you want people to not like leave early. You prefer them to be like, oh, right. I'm having so much fun. It's over. Like, I'm saying, right, you know right. what I mean? But I think that'll be perfect where you have a large suite. I mean, literally, that would have been my ideal plan. That was supposed to be us with the bar after. And my reception ended at 1030. It was 630 to 1030. So not much uh, sooner before yours. But that's the thing. Like if we had had a large suite or something after that would have been perfect to go to thinking back, we like should have just gone to our told everybody to go to like one of our big hotel rooms. But anyways, yeah, no, that'll be, that'll be perfect. And then I have a question for you. Um, I guess more putting yourself in a bridesmaid position, right? So Mm -hmm. my original plan was to pay for hair and makeup for everyone to have both. I have a very large bridal party. I have a lot of sisters and sisters-in-law and then like my mom and my mother-in-law and like all of that stuff. So it's a lot of people. So my question to you is like, as a bridesmaid or someone attending a wedding, would you prefer to get one service done and not have to get there at the crack of dawn or to get both and get there like super early? This is the question of the hour Um, because we get this a lot too. I, I personally would, if I'm a bridesmaid in a wedding, I don't want to have to worry about like doing anything to myself. I enjoy getting pampered. I, my personal thing is I will spend money on, and I'm fine spending money on beauty and whatever is going to affect my appearance. (laughs) Um, So I would get, I don't care about crack of dawn. And I don't think a lot of people do like all my bridesmaids were like, that's fine. Like did six thirties fine. That's not too early. Like, and they were very cool showing up at that time. I know a wedding recently that just my a friend of mine had a wedding where she had all of hers get there at four 30 AM. Oh my God. Are you yeah, joking? I've heard, Seriously? I've, I swear wow. she had a huge bridal party and their okay. call time was four 30 AM. My planner said she had, she was trying to make me feel better. And she was like, I've heard of one at th- I planned one at 3 AM. That was at like Disney world where they all started three. Anyways, so I would rather personally just do the crack of dawn and get both services done. Okay. Interesting. Maybe but, I could also do like an option. Like if you want to get yeah, both, you can come early. And if you want just one, you could come later. I would do that. If I've you're, figure are it out. you going to offer to pay for them regardless? Um, that was going to be my plan. Yeah. It was going to be so. To pay. That's amazing. First of all, they'll love you for that. I, everybody asks if I made my, yes, my bridesmaids paid for their own makeup. I handled like tip and everything like that, but my bridesmaids, um, paid for their own hair and makeup. Cause I was just like, this cost is so much. I can't, I just couldn't. I, and it is really expensive. Um, in well, my friend th- group, we all do that. Like the bridesmaids well, that's will just the thing. Pay. It's like every, every wedding that I've been in a bride's bridesmaid in has been at least what they'll give you at least one service sometimes, yeah. but a lot, most of the time, both actually. So I feel like I need to obligate pay it forward. But I also kind of feel like some people there's, there's are a lot of people who are like, I actually prefer to do my own makeup or I actually prefer to do my own hair. Yeah. Um, who would prefer to do that that. on their own and then come. So I do think it'd be cool to have the option. I have to like see with the hair and makeup people what the deal is. Um, And then I'm also right now working and I'll let you guys know about this for destination weddings specifically, um, especially one in Mexico in the pandemic, I have a whole like welcome PDF to send out to people like a month Mm -hmm. and a half before with like all the information about like the hotel and like Mexico and like COVID rules and like all that other stuff to just, Love so it's like that. a comprehensive breakdown of like everything they need to know. And some of it's kind of like when I'm going through it, I'm like, is this obvious? Do I need to put this in there? But no, then I'm kind I of always like, put it in. not just do it. And then people who think it's obvious will just, you know, with all due respect, people are dumb. Right. People, I mean, you've like, got to spell it out. Passport that's valid after the date of your of like your trip. Like, I'm like, do I need to do this? Is it 
Does yes. anyone need to know? Like, is that, does not everyone not already know this? But then I'm kind of like, I not? didn't know that. That's we had to do rush my passport. Just got them in this week for our October uh, honeymoon. So yes, you're. We we literally had to like do it at the last second because we didn't. Mike and I were idiots, and we were like, "Ooh, you have well, to." You got it though, passport. right? Yes, thank God. Okay, great. So you caught that early. Yes, yes, amen. But um, yeah, I mean, spell all of that out. That's so. That is clutch that you're doing that and they will appreciate that more than you know and then you will appreciate it because they won't be coming to you with um teenth questions they right. probably still will but they probably still will them. there's a lot of information yeah. um yeah but yeah i think that that'll be helpful also just for my sanity for not having to answer a million questions you um, should have your planner like printed out and put it on their beds in their rooms when they arrive oh she has a whole other thing planned for their welcome bags of like and all that other stuff but this is like i just want to make sure like all the old people can figure out how to get (laughs) to the place like without you know getting taken at the airport or something (laughs) yeah well and with covid you you kind of do have to over communicate things so that's right because there's it's very confusing and there's a lot of information so that's where i'm at give me your okay so i hear you got your passports for your honeymoon it's coming up you're leaving when october 8th at like 4 a.m. because our I think Mike's making us leave the airport. He's one of those people that makes you leave the air or leave for the airport and get there like hours and hours early. But so am I. So we just dwell at the airport well, forever. I can say in COVID, it's like help earlier. It just gives you peace of mind because there's like all this right. like extra stuff you have to think about. And it's just like, why not get there earlier? It it's better mm-hmm. than like scrambling. I'm usually the one who's trying to leave last minute. And my, my mic is also usually like, why? Wh- what's the point of having this dress yeah. if not just getting there? Do you guys have global entry? Um, yes, we do. Okay. I don't. And Mike does. And he hates me for it. And so well, I might try to last minute get it before we go. You don't have TSA pre-check either? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I can say global entry, not that helpful. In, in a law, oh. in a, it's only helpful if you're doing like, if you're going to like Mexico or Canada or something or closing and closed for like a few days and you're doing a carry on bag. Cause I have global entry. Mike only has TSA pre-check. So I can like skip the custom line coming back to the United States. But if we're going on a lot, like we went to Greece, we still had mm-hmm. to wait for our bags. So it's like, you're either waiting online or you're waiting by the bags. Like I was just waiting by the bags longer. So I don't think it's that helpful. Gotcha. So for you, I don't think it'll be that helpful, but TSA pre-check is obviously easier because you can skip the like you're going there, skip the security line. So I think TSA pre-check definitely worth it. Global entry, unless you take a lot of like quick carry on type trips, not that helpful. Yeah, I think. Okay, I need to get it because anytime we go anywhere, Mike tries to cut the TSA pre-check line and then I don't let him because I make him wait with me in the long normal line. So um, anyways, yeah. So October 8th, we're leaving we are coming back the 22nd. So about two weeks, which I'm excited about because your honeymoon is really, I mean, whatever, use your PTO however you want throughout the year. But your honeymoon, I feel like that's when you're really allowed to take two solid weeks off and nobody Here's can bat an eye. Yeah. No one also like people will feel very guilty contacting you about anything. So like take advantage of that because like, unless it's an emergency, I would never message you on your honeymoon. Unless it was like someone's in danger or something like that. Like, I think people respect honeymoons. I respect honeymoons. Um, So I think um, the honeymoon definitely take advantage of that. And it's so funny because I feel like guys are always like hesitant to take off that much time. Yeah. um, Whatever. But it's like everyone respects a honeymoon. Like this is your chance. Go, it really it's a honeymoon is an elevated like when you say just vacation it's one thing but honeymoon people are like oh have so much fun like they like totally. worshiping for going on it so yeah excited for that um but yeah so we're going, going to south africa south africa flying into cape town we were gonna do i don't forget if i've updated you on this we were gonna do the whole like seychelles thing before that was a trillion dollars more and with covid um it was just we would have had to like do the testing before leaving and before entering. Like it would just added a bunch of complicated layers onto it. So we cut that part out. Um, no Mauritius, no Seychelles. Unfortunately, that was going to be like the more islandy part. But 
never fear because our itinerary is jam-packed. I can share more details like later after it or as we get closer, but basically Cape Town, I wrote it down. Then we're doing the Winelands, which is really exciting. They're oh, like that's known so fun. for their wine. Yeah. And our hotels are going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I will be sharing a bunch of content so you'll visually and see. Yours is planned mm-hmm. by Over the Moon, right? Who is also planning mine. So she is like the, re- oh. and she planned Aileen's. So oh my God. I didn't. She is like the resident Betches. She's amazing. There are a couple uh, duo. travel agents. Yeah. Yes. They're amazing. They've truly been so helpful. And um, it's well, like, obviously you still have to do some work. You're still involved, but like with them and I'm kind of micromanaging because I like to like, feel like I'm still planning stuff, but with them, it's so nice because they truly have been everywhere and they know. And so truly she'll come back and just be like, I think on this day you should do this hike and stop by here for coffee and this. And I'm like, thank you. Cause I, I mean, it just saves you time and research and everything. So yes, they've been amazing. Um, but yeah, and then we're doing the safari, which I'm so excited about and buying some safari chic outfits for it. Um, and then that's at Kruger national park. And then the last stop is like the more relaxing beach part of Cape town. It's a town called Hermanus. I could be butchering the pronunciation, but that's where we'll be doing like spa day. We'll be doing whale watching, muscle picking, like all little beach things. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited to watch the whole thing through your Instagram story. Um, and at that point I'll probably actually, I'll actually probably be like so stressed about planning my own wedding. Cause it'll be like a month out <laughs> at that point that I'll be like, it'll, I think it'll fuel me. Cause I'll be like, this is yes. what you get after the wedding. <laughs> yes. Yes. Where are you going to do yours? So we're going to Sri Lanka and the Maldives in March. Uh, oh my God. So That's I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm very excited, but like I can't focus on it yet because I have all this other shit to do. So yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. But put Mike on it. That's what I did. That's literally what the <sighs> spouse is for. The Here's the thing, though. Planning. I like I want it done my way, so I don't yeah. want him to do it. <laughs> like I plan all of our trips. I'm very like I don't want I don't trust his like selection of like yes, I will or anything. Say- Mike got really mad at me because I kind of came in at one point and redid the whole trip he was mm-hmm. at, that he had planned. And like literally he had hotels. I came in and was like, nope, we're doing this one instead, like changed them all. So that's true. That's right. You don't want to do with, that. Even with the wedding planning stuff, I like wrote this. I'm like in the process, like I said, of writing this whole like welcome email PDF thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, can you just like proof it? And then he's like proving it and he's like suggesting all these changes to like the wording. So I'm like, that's not what I asked you to do. Like, I'm actually, no. thank you for your suggestion, but like, it's going to be my way. Um, <laughs> I love it. But you know what? Well, oh, we have our Halloween collection. We need to tell the audience about, right? Oh, yes. Before we jump into our emails, which are so exciting, we, we could talk about literally, I have still so many questions about your wedding. So stay tuned for more episodes because we, we are so going to hear more about I know we're just going to hear more about your wedding. Uh, We just got to, but our Halloween couples merch is live at betches.co slash brides merch. We've got so many DMs about it from you guys. You guys are loving it so far. You still have time before Halloween. And here's the thing I love about it. It's kind of like a lazy, but still fun costume in a way. Cause nobody wants to like, actually, especially if you're planning a wedding, you don't want to like go about like making a Halloween costume. No, ain't no time for that. So there's like a zombie bride and zombie groom tea, like like oversized t-shirt vibe. Um, I like the zombie bride one because it kind of is like a t-shirt dress with cute black boots. I love it. And then the Bridezilla Groomzilla hats, which I just got for my friend for her engagement gift, because honestly, they're fun for Halloween, but you can wear that and own the ear Bridezilla like year round. Totally. And also the Groomzilla. And then my favorite, a lot of you have been loving these, the Halloween drink pouches. So here's the thing. If you're planning a Halloween wedding or a cocktail hour or your a bachelorette or bridal shower falls around Halloween, you need to get these. Just go to our website and look at the cute little fun sayings on them. All of this stuff is perfect for, I mean, I know that October 30th, Kristen, um, who in in our partnerships team is getting married that weekend. I know that's like a very popular wedding weekend. So I think all of this stuff is great. If you're having that, wear your zombie bride. Uh, Halloween is that Sunday. So you probably will be a zombie bride. 
Um, you know, oh, it's perfect. Fun. I didn't... It's the perfect post your wedding night outfit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very true. So yeah. Betches.co slash brides merch for all of that. Cool. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we get into today's emails? What are we talking about today? Yes. Okay. So today we're talking about the dreaded topic of inviting coworkers to your wedding. And then <laughs> um, just a little bit of like fashion talk. We had a couple questions about that. And I love it because right now it's technically like bridal fashion week, October, sometime in October, or it's coming up at least. So when you guys hear this, it'll be, you know, relevant. Okay. Um, I would, should I read the first one? Read the first one. Yes. Okay. Hoping the Betches brides can weigh in on this situation. This may actually be a Betches slash when's happy hour crossover. And I know you love a good crossover. We do. Mm-hmm. I am the executive of a small nonprofit with a very small leadership team. One of our directors, who is my direct report, is for sure invited to my wedding because we were friends before this job slash position. However, I'm struggling with whether or not I should invite other members of the team. On one hand, I don't want them to feel left out or that I'm favoring the one employee who's invited. However, on the other hand, I don't want to create a dynamic where people, where people feel pressured to attend their boss's wedding slash get me a gift, etc. Is it weird if I invite one without the others? Love the podcast. Thanks for doing what you do. Sincerely, Boss Bride Batch. What do you think? What was your approach to inviting your coworker? I mean, obviously we work together, but like yes. the employees that you did that you did invite. If you feel comfortable sharing. No, I do. I definitely do. <laughs> there is no easy way to go about coworkers and inviting to weddings because no matter what size company you're at. Mm-hmm. It just, it gets tricky. Um, here's the thing with Betches. As you know, we're we're a smaller side. We're 30, 35 employees, 35 now. The more we're growing that like range. crazy. We're growing yeah. a lot. So it's hard to keep track. I'll yeah, give that we're to hiring you. a ton. So go apply. But I, if, and I love each and every single one of us at Betches. And we all are very like tight knit. Like we do happy hours together, like truly feels like a tight knit family as cheesy as that sounds. So truly, I was like, at one point I was like, do I just invite everyone to my wedding? But then you have to think about the plus ones and then it just adds up. And no, you can't like, it's not feasible to invite your whole company to your wedding, Nicole, especially in COVID times when you're trying to keep guests this small. So my approach, I was like, 
at first I was like, no coworkers because I can't open up, up that can of worms. And here's the thing. A lot of companies, most companies have like sort of little groups of friends and cliques in a way based on like mm-hmm. who's on whose team and stuff. And I happen to be a floater who's like friends with every group at Betches, truly, because of like the nature of my role. I just work with everyone. Right. So I was like, shit, I don't have like an exact work click either. It's not like I'm on this one partnerships team where I only invite the partnerships team people, whatever. So I was like, what do I do? And so basically I invited, okay, so Taylor Jackson, who you guys saw covering on Betches Rides, she is actually her family is good friends with Mike from home and his family. Oh, that's so, so funny. His, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. Oh. Well, so the, her, his, her brother was there, some of her family members. So I was like, okay, she's kind of like an easy one to invite and justify it to the others that way. Cause every, people know, like, you know, we have that connection. Mm-hmm. So I was like, she's on the list. Then I was thinking, I was like, who does Mike truly love? Who have we hung out with outside of work? <laughs> and who, who does Mike like, hate? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Exactly. No, Mike loves everyone. Yeah. But like, we just, fat Carrie Bradshaw, you guys saw him on stories. We just love him. We text a lot, whatever. We hang out outside of work. Mike truly loves him. I was like, you know what? And these were kind of some last minute Hail Marys. And they knew that. Like, I just like- at got the, the last- second tier. Oh, yeah. They knew they okay. like, I didn't even get like an official invitation in the mail. And then Carly, who used to work at Betches, is, I was like, we've just kept in touch. We double date a lot, like whatever. She's on the list too. And then I was like stressing because I was like, all the other coworkers are going to effing hate me. But then it was like, if I invite this person, I also have to invite these two people and their other people. And it just, I was like, honestly, I think they'll understand. And sure enough, everyone did. And here's the thing. All of you, I've gotten so many. Why wasn't Jordana at the wedding? <laughs> and here's Nicole, the thing. It's so funny. You guys, Jordana is like one of the founders of Betches. She's technically like all of our boss. Um, she's very cool and I love her. I love how I'm like talking to you and about you. Nicole, I was not offended at all by not being invented <laughs> for the audience for Nicole. I was not honestly like. I think it's a, it's a different dynamic where I, yes. you know what I mean? It's also funny. Cause it's like, you're right. Like I am a founder of the company. So it is like almost your job to have this wedding. So I'm like, I don't want to like go and like make it like you, like, I'll, I mean, I wasn't invited, but like, if I, was, <laughs> you know I mean, I can get it and be like a weird situation. And right. I like the separation of like, obviously we host this podcast. We're friends. We love each other, but like, I like the separation of like, Exactly. You know what I mean? Well, and then my thinking is with anybody, do then you feel obligated to invite me? And then that's the thing, like with somebody like you, I wouldn't want to put you in that situation because then you're as the boss of the company, then you're like, oh, do I invite Nicole or does that make it look like I'm playing favorites with the Betches employees, even though like technically I'm your favorite because we host this podcast together, but I won't tell the others. But um, that's the thing with like invite. I don't know. And I just didn't want to open up that can of worms and then make you feel like you had to invite me to your destination wedding and all this stuff. Well, I could tell you, <laughs> I only invited Sammy and Aileen to my destination wedding. I'm having also a very small Yours wedding. Easy. But for the for the person who who DM'd us or the the writer of this email, I would say from speaking to a lot of people, um, the general, I would not invite if you're if you are like. If you're inviting people who work under you, mm-hmm. I do think a good rule of thumb is to invite all of them or none of them. Because right. I do think if it's like, like this person is writing in and saying that she like runs the company and this is like her direct report. And I don't think it's a great look to invite like one person who works under you and not the others, because I just think it shows like somewhat of an unfair favoritism. So if you're going to invite your friend, I would invite all the other people at their specific level. So then you can say it like, Oh, I'm just inviting all the directors or I'm inviting, you know, yeah. all the VPs or something like that. Um, because I do think it feels weird if like a bunch of people work for you and there's one that's clearly closer. Like I think it's an awkward situation. So you can do what yeah. I did and invite no one, or you could or you could do everyone. And I think that like if you're at that level, that's what I would suggest just to keep it cleaner. 
and inviting everyone for her because she said she works for a small nonprofit. That might be easier because her direct reports, her, her if she's inviting one of her directors who is her direct report, whoever is her other direct reports, it might be easier to just in, throw them on the list too right. because it might be a small team. Now, if you have like 20 direct reports or whatever, then do I say do the route you're going and invite nobody because that is going to yeah. last longer in your job. And look, people understand like if you're if they're not invited, they do not get offended. They don't. I, I think they understand like it's not like Sarah, our editor in chief, like we're good friends, too. It's not like she hates me now. She she still loves me just the same. We're still good friends like. And right. why I picked her randomly, but no, I I think it's kind of like everyone, um, especially people who have planned a wedding before. If you've never planned a wedding, or like you're kind of like, oh, why don't they just invite everyone? And then you're planning a wedding, and you're like, oh, it's extremely expensive every single person that you invite. Yeah. So I do. So I do think once you've like been in that position, you're like, oh, of course, like they're not. That's like it's insane to think they would invite everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like when it comes to playing favorites, like. I think if you did feel weird, like you could preface it with like, uh, again, like I do think it's, it's an iffy situation when you're friends with someone that works for you. Right. Because that just does make it feel like, okay, like, oh, am I, they're, they're clearly better friends. They're inviting them to their wedding. Like, is this going to affect like how, you know, how they're perceiving my performance? Like, or is there like, you know, Mm -hmm. are they, is this person getting the promotion because they're, because right. they're better friends when with the they boss. Do, yeah. When they do eventually get the promotion, that's that'll come back up. It'll be like, oh, so so and so got promoted, and they were also invited to Jordana's wedding. Like that's right. I think it's a lot easier when it's like um, when it's your coworkers who are all like maybe at the same or similar levels, mm-hmm. and it's or you're in a totally like you're in a different department. Like Taylor's like in a different department. Right. Well, and I think it's easier when you're like a normal employee at a company, you're not like the founder, you're not a high level C-suite, whatever. When you're a normal employee, it's like people will understand if you do just invite the friends that you work with that you're closest to like outside of work. I think that's something to like, I, I don't think anybody would like doubt Taylor and I's friendship regardless of the whatever they understand like, oh, like, and I thought about it this way, like when those people get married, whose weddings would I likely be invited to just knowing the nature of like our relationship now? And that kind of helps guide your decisions with that too. Um, because totally. that's the thing, it, it, but it is tricky. I'm not going to lie. It definitely no, causes some gray hairs. Office politics you, are hard. so much easier. So what? To not invite any- well, yeah. I mean, you. Obviously, I would love to have all of you at my wedding, but like it's not, know. you know, not totally feasible. And like as a found, especially as a founder of a company, I think you need to be like aware of like showing any sort of like um, preference or because, it, you know, it's a different it's a different dynamic. And so like Aileen right. and Sammy are obviously at my level and, and they're my childhood friends. So it's a different story. But um, I think every situation is different. But this is a good question. I think I'm sure a lot of people deal with this. Yeah. And here's the thing. I just decided I this idea came to me as you were speaking. We need to do, since your wedding like is a big deal and I want you to get the celebration you deserve from work people, we, I'll plan it with Shira, our HR person. We should do a happy hour with just Betch's people, but like Jordana's wedding themed. And Nicole's wedding themed. Let's do it yeah, all. whatever. Okay. We're over my wedding. You know, but... I don't like the attention because it's got to be a group. It's got to be a, and Kristen's wedding. Oh yeah, and yeah, Amanda's wedding. And, oh yeah, shit. And Brian's, and Brian's wedding. <laughs> and Carla. We should just do a. Our- we should do a Betches wet where we all get married again. Um, at the at the Betches happy hour. I would if, love if that. the men can make it, or you know, if the spouses can make it. Yes, I love that. Oh, and Jorge's wedding. I'm sorry, Jorge. Oh, oh, Jorge. I, like, <laughs> oh my God, we are the worst. And Jorge's, you know, group wedding. We're all gonna get married together. Just Jorge, it's because you're not a bride, you're a groom. So like we forget, but but you and yes. Marina. Grooms matter as well. And yes. You will be part of our group <laughs> wedding, our group happy hour wedding, which we, we will have to figure out how to execute. 
question. Let's do it. So this one was interesting. Okay, I'll read it. Hi there. Love the pod. You know the drill. I just literally listened to every episode, even some of the coronavirus ones in the past two months since getting engaged. Thank you for all you do. You're welcome. My planner says she requires her brides to have a day of, quote, wedding dresser who helps steam get things set up slash deal with the accidents day of. This is not in the contract. I've literally never heard of this. And my future sister-in-law who used the same planner said, don't bother. It's a waste of money. Have you heard of this? And is it really necessary? To be fair, my planner said it's a good insurance investment, which made me more open to it. My dress isn't that complicated. It'll need a short bustle. I honestly can split it. I I honestly can split into it myself in one minute for the record. That's really quick, actually. Mine took forever. I wish I had a punny signature line, but all I got is not dress for success. That is Love a punny that. one. So I've only been to one wedding where I've seen a wedding dresser. Oh my god, um, you have? I've I've been to one wedding. It was my friend's wedding. She had a wedding dresser. It was actually really cool. I'd never seen it before. No one, I haven't seen it since and I'd never seen it before, but she was like giving us like <laughs> almost like wardrobe breast lifts, which was like very, we were all like lining up to get like dressed by the dresser. <laughs> she was like, she like did That's this weird amazing. thing where she like, our, she like put our boobs up um, and we were all like, we saw one person did it. We're like, oh, I want to see like the wedding dresser. Cause she was like, like what is it? I, cause I've done the, you grab it by the nip and you pull. I think she like tied something in a way. I don't even remember. It was like years ago, but she tied something in a way that like it made your boobs just look like way more like perky and up. And like, obviously she was there for the bride, but we were all like waiting in line to like, she had this huge belt of like needles and like, 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 like fabrics and like things to like, it was was very cool. I have never seen it. It's totally unnecessary. Um, But I remember thinking like, none of us had seen it we were like this is kind of fun but totally unnecessary um and i definitely don't think you need to do that if you have a friend most people i see think get bustled by their friend by like the maid of honor yeah. or someone like that and like usually the planner i feel like steams the yeah. dresses or like the asks you know like you can have a friend or has an assistant who's steaming the dresses yeah they the plan that's what i was going to say like the planner should well, here's the thing. Speaking from my own experience, I know my planner and her assistant were super busy day of. Like, they weren't in the bridal suite with us the whole time, obviously, like sitting there watching us get our hair and makeup done. They were like setting up the reception, setting up the sit, just setting up everything and, you know, greeting the people who were getting there and stuff. But, um, that's the, I do feel like, like my planner jumped in to help my, my bridesmaid bustle my dress just so it went faster. Um, you know, I, I think it depends on how complicated your dress is because that wedding dresser you just described sounds so cool and like a nice, awesome extra plus thing to have, but definitely does not sound necessary. However, I've seen some gowns that are, I mean, mine even had buttons all down the back that took forever to button and unbutton. Um, a corset thing that my friend had to like learn how to tie and then had to physically take scissors and cut the strings after tying it. So the strings didn't, sh- I, it was just like a lot, but not even then it wasn't too much. Like I didn't need a wedding dresser. I feel like this is something to answer her question. I don't think your planner like legally should or can require this if it's not in the original contract. Right. So I would kind of push back on that, especially if you don't have the budget to hire a wedding dresser. And I would also maybe like if she is concerned about that, talk to a couple of your bridesmaids prior. That's kind of what I did. I said, Trisha, you're my veil girl. You're good at hair stuff. Your responsibility is like making sure my veil works correctly and is pinned in right. And she owned that. Like I was like, hey, Brooke, Allie, can you guys help with the buttons and the bustling? And, and uh, honestly, long story short, my sister-in-law, Navi, my future sister-in-law was so freaking helpful and just like took initiative day of, she like took my dress with her into her hotel room. So Mike wouldn't see it. She steamed it the morning of for me. She just like did all this, like you have to like, let it drop the night before that's something. And so like, honestly, just bridesmaids that you trust to do a good job and then repay them when it's their weddings and do a good job back. That's my advice. 
but I don't think you need a wedding dresser. I totally agree. I think it's like, you should do the exact thing that you said, like push, if it's on your contract, push back, make sure you have a friend who can do that. Honestly, like you could say, as long as you have a steamer there, I think you can ask people to steam their own dresses if you really needed to. Yeah. But like, Oh, for theirs. I, think- I don't care about the bridesmaids dresses. I'm like, yeah, figure out a way to get it steamed. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't think, I think this, I've never heard of that before. It seems a little ridiculous. Um, to me, yeah. like clearly something happened that made her feel like she needs to require this. So just be like, what are your concerns about the day that you think you need this? Yeah. And then you can go through it that way. Or the planners just used to working with brides with like intricate, complicated gowns that have totally. needed that. So she, for this listener, you could be like, look, my you talk to your planner and be like, my dress really isn't that complicated. So no. Right. Great idea. Love that. Should we do one more? Let's do it. Okay. Should I wear a second look? Hi, Betches. Your podcast kept me sane near my rescheduled wedding date in November, originally a 2020 bride. So thank you so much for sharing all your personal experiences and for being so open. It really helps make an impact. Like Nicole, I bought my wedding dress back in 2019 after I got engaged. So I've had this dress for what feels like forever. It's an incredible gown and a real showstopper, but there have been some struggles as we move through fittings and alterations, which has really increased my stress levels. Even as alterations are made, it became abundantly clear that this form of form-fitting mermaid-style gown isn't going to let me break it down and drop it low on the dance floor. But an incredible dress, it's an incredible dress, and I feel some stress over taking it off after just a few hours if I wanted to do a second look. How did you know it was the right to- choice to do a second look, and did you feel your original dress got enough airtime, for lack of a better word? I can't tell if I've just had too much time to overthink everything or if it's really the right decision. Also, when did you change into your second look on the wedding day? Not sure when the best time is. Thank you so much again for taking the time to read this. Nicole, I'm going to let you kick this one off since you had a great second dress and like have been through the whole experience. I actually feel like I am this listener. Um, I have the same exact thought process of like, my dress is so expensive. I like will yeah. pain me to like not let it get the maximum amount of photos and videos and like airtime, as she says. So I totally understand her dilemma. You've been debating this dilemma for a while. I think it's time we finally... We need to, we need to get choice. decided. Well, here's yeah. what I was also thinking and tell me if this seems unrealistic. I was thinking of getting a second dress, bringing it and then like maybe making it a game time decision and returning it. If I don't wear it, we, is that yes. weird? Yeah. No, that's literally like kind of what I did, honestly. Cause I was like, not sure that I was going to love the second dress ended up loving it. Um, yeah. Do that. Keep the tags on until it's time and cut them off quickly. If you do decide to change into it, I think do that. Mm -hmm. One thing to keep in mind with the second dress, because you guys have heard me say it time and time again, your wedding day goes by so goddamn fast. It even my sister was like, even the little things as like changing into your second look quickly takes away time from you enjoying your wedding and you doing the reception. And so like, just keep things like that in mind. But it depends how complicated getting off your wedding gown is and getting on the second dresses. Hopefully won't take right. that long. Those are just things to consider when considering if you should get a second dress. Um, but are you happy you did it? Yes, I'm very happy because I feel like looking back at the photos that we've gotten back so far too, it's it's just like so fun to have like that kind of whole second vibe. Like my wedding pre you do take so many photos in your first gown. That's the thing. This, this whole thing, I understand airtime. You spend thousands on a gown. You want it to get airtime, but I think because you're, you have a photographer, you have a videographer, you have all these people there capturing so many pictures and content of you that may almost makes it feel like more long lasting because you have so much in it. Um, even though like, yeah, you're not, you're only wearing this thing once, which sucks. But I, I truly just loved the different vibe of like, you have that nighttime dress. You, it kind of like gives it a more like party vibe to the photos, especially for her. I mean, comfort is the most important thing I think with anything, because if you're uncomfortable, it's going to like show on your face. Yeah. Yeah. So with her, she's saying mermaid gown, she wants to drop it low. Like it does feel nice to just like after all the 
ceremonial things are done with the wedding. You're going to get so many pictures in the first dress, right? You're getting so many photos. I do think it does depend too. If you, if you're having an after party after the reception, definitely get a second look change into that. Like you could change it to into it prior during the reception and then wear it all night long. Um, but if you're having a super short reception, I think just keep your first dress on that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, for her, I would say go for it. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Get like a completely different vibe than your first wedding dress, than your gown. What's that, the best place to shop? Feel more comfortable for after party dresses. I'm this having an issue like finding them. Oh, I'll send you. I literally am doing this send for my friend links. Brooke, who's having her wedding in um, Dominican Republic. So similar vibe to yours. And oh, I nice. sent her a sheet. I will literally send you. I'll right, send just you order me thing. the same one. I don't think we'll have much overlap in wedding guests. Yeah. And if any like dress brands are out there, you know, send some dresses Jordana's way. Um, I worked with Waters, who's the greatest brand. I can connect you to them actually too. They hooked me up with this gown. They had just like launched. It was gorgeous. And truly, I just loved it so much. I still have it. People are like asking me if I'll sell it. And I am like, honestly, no, I just want to stare at it it in my closet. Or is it short? It was the long one with the buttons all day. Yeah. Never mind. Yes. Oh my God. So comfy and buttons all down the side. So you could control the length of the slit. I had a very high, like slutty slit that I loved and it was so comfy, but it was long. Oh, cool. But I know right, a lot I'm, of people do short. We've got to find them you. That's our new mission. Listeners, if you DM the Betches Brides and we'll f- make sure Jordana sees them, d- send dresses her way. We've got to find her a second look, but I have so many for you. So oh, we'll great. work on that. You should be, oh, you could, in a different life, you could have been a wedding planner, Nicole. I know, right? Or like just like a stylist, a consultant, a wedding consultant. Because planner planning is like very, I, I don't have that experience. It's a whole different ballgame. Funny because I've, on the one hand, I'm like, wedding industry seems like a great industry. Everyone overpays for everything. So like great to be in that industry where like you can charge like four times what you would charge for like a normal cake or a normal whatever, anything else, like because it's a wedding and there's so much attached to it. But I was asking someone like, um, I think a vendor or like when we, one of the venues we originally visited, like is it just great to do weddings? And they're like, no, it's actually kind of awful because like brides, it's like their big day. So they're like the most annoying people to deal with because they're very, very, very particular as opposed to like, if you were throwing like an event for like a corporate event or a business event, like there's not like one person's like end all be all. So it's a little Mm -hmm. easier to deal with like the people who are planning that. So very interesting. I feel like that's a, that's why a lot of, event planners kind of want to brand themselves like Melissa Andre, who we had on, she's more of like celebrity events, not just weddings because of that reason, because you can plan a fun birthday, backyard birthday party, or like, you know, baby shower for right. people. And then, and it's not as much pressure. There's not as much emotion. I feel like attached to yeah. it as the wedding day where there's so much pressure to feel like everything needs to be perfect, probably from the bride. And just like, generally speaking, Right. Weddings are insane. But yeah, no, get the second look. I'm team get the second look. Totally. Especially you, because you'll have like after events, we're going to find you one. Okay. Thanks. You're the best. (laughs) Now it's time for Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Some of these opinions might be unpopular, but you know what's really popular? High Noon Hard Seltzer. With flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit, they've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, bridal shower, cocktail hour, you name it. Our first opinion for today is it's okay to have two maid of honors. 1000% agree. Totally agree. I was, I was one of two maid of honors for my friend's wedding. It's actually really nice for the maid of honors because they can like tag team especially if you're friends they can tag team planning stuff um Mm -hmm. and like i feel like if there's two who are naturally a maid of honor like why would you do that to yourself and just pick one right and i've seen a lot of scenarios where there's a matron of honor which technically is somebody who's already married 
And like sometimes that person is already married with kids. So they're a little busier. And then there's like a normal maid of honor who's not married yet, doesn't have kids yet. That way, like it's that nice dynamic. Like they kind of pick up each other's slack. So yeah, this is a common thing and it's totally okay to do. So 86% of our audience agrees that it's okay. Yeah, we're on board. Mm -hmm. The next one is I like the line dances and cheesy songs. The line dances is that like the conga, like the Something? cupid shuffle. I think. What's or the like cu- the you like the cotton eye Joe? Shuffle. Yeah, I'm sure I know if I heard like it. That. Okay, yeah, I kind of like them too. I mean, I told you I love shout, which is like also like yes. kind of cheesy. We have covered this. You we lo- we're you did shout. shout. I you did, did shout, shout yes. and I love shout. I love shout. I mean, it's kind of like weddings are cheesy like whatever yeah. that's sort of like the idea behind them anything that gets people like dancing and it's familiar um i like them people like familiarity and what they can sing along to that will get people like on the dance floor and having fun and totally. including yourself so for that reason i'm in and i like the cheesy dances and and technically yeah i mean that's like every song that somebody can sing along to so embrace the cheese i agree totally i mean it's okay i feel like it's nice to have some things that aren't like that like some sort of like not standard standard like yeah cliche songs but throw some of those in there it gets people like familiar exactly and interesting because 51 percent of our audience disagrees with us they do not like the line dances and cheesy songs well even though that's so big I would say, I guess, then we're, we're torn as an audience, as a bridal audience. We're all torn. Yeah. Okay. Jack and Jill bachelor parties, I guess, batches are superior. What do you think? This one I am torn on because there's something about grabbing your girls, going on a trip and girls trip, having so much fun, bachelorette, girly decorations, etc. I like, you know, had the best time of my entire life on that trip. But then again, I have seen I've never been on one, but I've seen some really fun looking uh, Jack and Jill, whether the, you and your spouse grabbing all your friends and going on the bachelorette i've seen some of those that look really fun so yeah here's my take on on those i think if you've got a crew that's like friendly and like gets along well and like kind of already knows each other a little bit or like you feel like would have a great time together then yeah like why not Mm -hmm. be like really fun but if you're like crews have never really met each other um Mm -hmm. especially if you have a lot of single people i feel like it's really fun it's like a whole yeah, I don't know. Just group of like potentially people who could like meet each other also like in a fun way. Yeah. Um, so I think it really depends. It's crew dependent, but I yes. do think it would be really fun if you had two groups of friends and you and Mike probably have this because like you went to college together. College. Mm-hmm. So if you have two groups of friends who are all like already really friendly and fun, I think that would be fun. I feel like guys don't like those as much. They want to like do their own thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guy- guys would be like, what are you making me do? But I the legit Mike and I almost did that. Okay. I was like, I want to do a couple's trip with like a bunch of our friends and stuff, like my friends, his friends, significant others, whatever, to Italy, regardless. Like that's on my bucket list of things to do. I don't know with what money, but I do want to do that. And I had a moment when COVID was confusing my life. I was like, do we just do that for our bachelorettes and do and people were like weirdly down for it when I was testing the waters? But um yeah, I don't know. That would have been aggressive, like making people go to Italy for our bachelor <laughs> bachelor parties. Yeah, but um, I think it's yeah, a lot of a lot of factors play into it. It's a lot more people to have to like feel out the vibe, which is why I think if you already know everyone has the same vibe, much easier. It's like you right. met in your thirties, probably <laughs> a little harder. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and 59% of the audience disagrees that they're superior. So I guess people are still into the unisex. Traditional. Um, yeah, traditional. I have heard of Jack and Jill bridal showers, which look really I've fun. So maybe too. do that instead. Ashley did that back in the yeah, day. Yeah, that looked really cool. Um, 
Well, that was Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. With 100 calories, gluten-free, and no added sugar, High Noon is more than a drink. It's a way of life, an attitude, a vibe. Because when the sun's up, there are always good times to be had. Um, we love High Noon. We are a High Noon company here at Batches. We are obsessed with it. I see it on everyone in our company's Instagram stories every single weekend. I know Mike and you already talked about how Mike and his friends were drinking them all day when they were getting ready, right? Oh, they were. They were drinking. And you know what? We're recording this episode on a Friday. We have off early today. I'm about to crack one open now. It's the perfect thing to get you ready. It's the perfect drink to get you ready for the weekend, to get you ready for... You just know it's going to be a good day when high noons are there. And you can Mm -hmm. find where to purchase high noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. And that's it for us today. Um, I'm so excited for your honeymoon. And... My I'm wedding, I guess, for too. Your wedding. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and um, I'll be answering some questions on and probably asking you guys some questions as well on Fridays until my wedding starting, um, I guess, by the time this comes out this week. So check that out on the at Betches Brides Instagram. Yes. Ask Jordana lots of questions. Till death do us part. Bye. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.